this is Milan Milan and this is I believe the last study on why is Jesus the only way this is part three so in the past weeks we've discussed atheism it's crazy to say that uh, we've also discussed Islamic faith. We have discussed Catholicism. We've gone over being a Mormon, their beliefs, and Jehovah Witnesses as well. So today, to close out this study on why is Jesus the only way, right? Part three. We're going to go over verses in be a small piece where I discuss the origins of the other uh, religions, the other faiths, but it's obviously just a group. Now before we begin, I'd just like to start in prayer. Just ask that you bow your heads. Heavenly Father, this opportunity to speak to whosoever listens, Lord, that they spread this good news, they spread the word. They are so touched. Jesus, you reach out and you speak to them in such a profound way that there is no denying. You are who you say. So, besides the verse, right, I love it so much, John 14, 6, <laughs> last week I got it backwards, but I'm on track today. So, John 14, 6 says, Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man come up unto the Father but by me. So, Jesus said it right there. There is no other way to be saved. All of the other religions have never been able to give you true salvation. They don't even speak of any way that you would know for certain, or even if at all, that you will be saved. There is none. We've gone over it. Go back and uh, listen to them if you haven't share them with others of those faiths or anyone who is just not certain about our Savior. They do not give you salvation because they can't. They can't give you salvation. Only Jesus can. He said it in his word, John 14, 6. So, throughout the time that our Lord and Savior was here, he was always confronted by a lot of religious people, political people, and you see that even today in today's society that us as followers of faith are, of Christ, are um, 
they try to ridicule, they try to minimize, they um, speak bold statements, and they want you to base things off of what they know of who they are. And they just don't know who our God is. Our God is all-powerful. He is almighty. And that's another reason why I say it is important for us to know who we are in Christ. He will give you such a boldness that you will be able to have um, complete trust and complete faith and speak with such a boldness and not be concerned about well, what if they do this or what if they do that because he he gives you this 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 peace this understanding you know who you are you know that he is over anything that they could ever try to do even if it meant to take your earthly life you die for jesus here you know that you will be in heaven with him with our father you know that you don't need to worry anymore about anything they'll just be sending you home sooner I say that to say our time here on this earth is short it's so short you just don't realize Jesus is coming back and he's coming back really really soon I think a lot sooner than any of us have thought of him coming back you hear generations speak of um, oh where is he you say that he's coming you know he hasn't come yet and i mean some of it's genuine right they really are like hey this has been saying on for a long time now right i've always heard this but where is he and then you have some people that just want to mock but it's just bible prophecy being fulfilled with those mockers because he said in the last days there will be scoffers and mockers and that's what we see that's what we see so just further going on understanding that jesus has given us his comfort his comfort is the holy spirit right amen the holy spirit is just so amazing because he gives us this peace he knew the things that we were facing in this world and that we needed to have that so he's given us that he told his disciples that once he leaves the holy spirit would then come in his place amen so jesus doesn't look over religions and are like okay these are the christians these are the ones who's following me right then these are the muslims and these are uh i don't know the catholic the catholics and he no he's not looking at that he's looking at your heart he's looking at what you're doing to to deny your flesh daily to pick up your cross to follow him to get his word out that's what god is doing he's not concerned about religion because if you remember religion is what got him to the cross religious people political people none of them wanted to see um, him be as popular as he was jesus was loved by many he was also hated by many and most of these people that hated him they were also jealous of him right because hatred and jealousy go hand in hand and these people were jealous and they hated him because he was so popular 
they Jesus didn't bow down to like their government and what they said you know things that he should do or how he should um how he should live they couldn't imagine the healings that he was doing unless it was some sort of uh, demonic power but Jesus claimed to be God because he is God so if we look in Mark 2 verse 5 this is during the time where Jesus healed this uh, paralyzed person so in Mark 2 5 it says when Jesus saw her faith he said unto the sick of the palsy son thy sins be forgiven so of course all of the religious leaders back then they couldn't believe how could this man forgive sins he's not God but he is so they looked at this now as blasphemy but it wasn't but that's how they looked at it it was just no way they that they could bend their way of thinking that this is actually Jesus our Savior our Messiah the one that we've read about the one that we've been waiting for they couldn't or, or they wouldn't bend to that thought so more hatred and more jealousy of course grew as he then began his um, public um, sermons they hated him more for it and if you also look at John 5 and it's verse 17 through 19 that I'll start off and then I'll go ahead and recap on that so John 5 17 through 19 it says but Jesus answered them my father worketh hereto and I work therefore the Jews sought the more to kill him because he not only had broken the Sabbath but said also that God was his father making himself equal with God then answered Jesus and said unto them verily verily I say unto you the son can do nothing of himself but what he seeth the father do for what things soever he doeth those also do of the son likewise they really didn't like our Jesus and then you look at John 10 24 through 25 where it says, Then came the Jews around about him and said unto him, How long dost thou make us to doubt? If thou be the Christ, tell us plainly. Jesus answered them, I told you, and ye not, you believe not. And the works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. So he is telling them all through the duration that he was here that he is the Messiah. He is the one here to save us from our sins. We were born with sin, sinful natures, and obviously we needed a Savior. There is just no way that there is anyone that is quote-unquote good. We may do Things that are looked at as nice or generous. But the Bible says no one of us is good. We all have a sinful nature. Therefore, if the penalty to sin is death, 
we needed a savior. Jesus is our savior. He was the unblemished lamb on the cross for our sins. Again, none of these other religions offer that because they can't, but they don't even try. They don't even attempt. So that's just another proof. Another thing I wanted you to, well, I wanted to discuss in this was how all of these political people are saying, and I'm not necessarily going to say the word. I don't know the freedom that we have, and I really want this to get out to as many people as possible. But you know the thing that they're trying to get everybody to get. And if you don't get the thing, then, or show proof that you had, the thing right or that you are not a carrier of the thing that gets the thing okay you won't be able to buy or sell and I'm not saying that this is the mark of the beast however what I am saying it is definitely conditioning people on getting the mark of the beast now God told us this in his word and this is another reason why we should always be in our word amen this is why he has given us his word oh god you are so faithful you are so true so his word is our daily bread and if you look in revelation 13 now in previous podcasts you know we're still in the study of the book of revelation so you can catch up those on wednesdays um or the back ones i'm sorry so revelation 13 16 through 18 talks about the mark of the beast and i'm just gonna go ahead and read it right now so revelation 13 16 through 18 says and he causeth all both small and great rich and poor free and bond to receive a mark on their right hand or in their foreheads and no and that no man might buy or sell save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name okay what does that sound like right now the thing right it sounds just like the thing the thing that you have to get in order to keep your job the thing that you have to get in order to send your child to daycare or to send your children to um to school grade school or even college right the thing you have to get in order to do your regular day type thing okay so it's telling you and and some stores even wanted you to have the thing in order to be able to come in there um i know like um a couple of retailers are saying you need to have this thing all right so understand that if you get this thing there is no forgiveness need you to get that so now we're just going to look in revelation 14 and it's 9 through 11 where it says this and the title and again i'm sorry i'm in king james version this week as well so the title of this one starts at nine is the doomful worshipers of the beast okay so now we're going to read 14 9 through 11 where it says and the third angel followed them saying with a loud voice if any man 
worship the beast and his image and receive his mark on his forehead or in his hand. The same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which poured out without mixture mixture into the cup of his indignation. And he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone and in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the lamb and the smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever and they have no rest day nor night who worship the beast and his image and whoever received the mark of his name so guys the bible is truth the bible has already given it to us in god's word beforehand so if you look at this i don't know how you don't believe at this point this bible has been written over more than over two thousand years ago and it was clearly inspired by the holy spirit so How could a book written so long ago be able to predict the things that are occurring now, right? Just think about that for a minute. It's easy to say what might happen next week or what might happen, I don't know, even a year from now based on the things that you see, the events that are happening. But for a book to be able to tell you what is to come over 2,000 years later, it's only God. It's only God. There's no way you can make that case that it's anything other than our Father telling us of the things to come, what we should be aware of, how we should live our life, the things we should stay away from. So now we're just at this part where I want to discuss briefly the starting of other religions. All right. So basically the start of Islam was about 600 years plus, okay? After the first Christians were getting out the good news. Catholicism started around 330 AD. Mormons started to be created, I guess around the year 1830. And Jehovah Witnesses, it's another faith, religion, whatever we are awake, also discussed, was about the year 1870. <laughs> But what you find is that Christianity and Christianity, Christians was not the um, the original name, but it was um, to be set apart. But even our faith was in the first century. Now, of course, there were faith um, religions before um, Christianity, but they were, of course, all pagan 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 you read it throughout the bible pagan 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 throughout the entire bible and how um this one 
great prophet, um, Elijah, um, mocked the uh, pagan believers, the, the people who believed in, in, in that, um, those ideals. Um, it was quite funny. So I'll look for it and I'll go ahead and put it in the description. But what I need you to understand is that there were plenty faced before. And obviously those were all pagan. But then even the ones after, how can you say that you are the truth? When again, you don't offer any type of salvation. And again, it's because you can't. But there is no offer, there is no mention of salvation for anyone who is a Catholic for anyone who is a Mormon or anyone who is a Jehovah Witness or is even Islam. It's only what they can hope, um, what, you know, they don't know. There's just no way. And again, we're all born with a sin nature and sin equals death. And we needed a savior, which he's already been here is our Jesus. None of these other religions offer that because they cannot. And if you look at these other religions after Christianity, you'll see that they do try to take a little bit of our religion or a lot of our religion, but the one thing that they always leave out is salvation. And if you don't have salvation, you don't have the true Jesus and you won't be in heaven. That's the bottom line. So I just want to give you a couple of the salvation verses. At this point, you all know my favorite verse of salvation is Romans 10 verses 9 through 11. But I also wanted to give you at 4 verse 12 act 2 verse 38 and Matthew 7 verse 21 if you don't know much about this mark of the beast this beast that I spoke of go back and listen to the podcast on the studies Go to the Father and ask for an understanding. Pray about it. Prayer is so powerful. Prayer is so amazing. Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you the things that you should know that you know not. He will answer. He is faithful. Spread the good news to all. Because Jesus is coming back soon. He's truly, truly coming back soon. No one will have an excuse. That's also in the Bible, which I will put in the description. None of us will have an excuse. So just understand that he loves you enough that he literally came here to show us how we should live. 
He gave us his word, which is the Holy Bible, which we are to read daily. In Ephesians 6, we're to put on our whole armor to be able to to fight against the evil one and the wickedness that's in this world. To be able to stay strong, to withstand the fight. Jesus is coming soon and we all need to be prepared. I, for one, don't want to be left behind. And I can just say almost with certainty that no one wants to be here during the tribulation. Get to know him. Before you are in the tribulation, there will be some that come to Christ even in those times. But it would be much harder to do. So know him now. I love you, brothers and sisters. Until we meet again, what is in the air?